That's the rules. I didn't make the rules, sorry. Have the anxiety, like, day, fear, horrible day, the day after. And the boy isn't even that fit. <laughs> Welcome, this is Pretendship, a magical place where the sun is always shining and there's no bad shit, no jobs or bills, only good stuff and you get to hang out with your good buddies in a fantasy treehouse den 24-7. Every episode we'll have a different friend in and uh, berate them with hypothetical questions. This episode we have a genuine confidant of mine, my top advisor, um, Manchester tattooer and co-founder of Heart of Gold Collective, it's Slay. Is it, is it on me now? It was, you, you never, was it on you never watched the episodes. Was it on You're in the porthole, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, what were you doing? I was doing weird shit. Were you picking your nose? Probably. I think I was picking we're my nose. It. What? Keeping it all. <laughs> all right, keep it all. That's yeah. right. I can't remember what I did, but it can't be that bad, right? Uh, let's hope not. Because <laughs> that intro was amazing. I'm really, I'm really impressed. Well, you said go snazzy, so I went snazzy. It was snazzy. Right. Well, let's crack on with the thing. <laughs> no, it just came up like. I still can't see you. I would, I'd get a tattoo off you. Like, I've been wanting a tattoo for ages and I, I want you to do it. But what if you shit when lockdown's over? I know, I've, been thinking, I've never had this long of a break from tattooing, so imagine I just have to like, start from like zero again. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's like a reshuffle. Any weird bad habits, little cul-de-sac, little paths that you were going down, you can just back up and then go down back into a nice little avenue, right? You always put a nice little spin on things, like a little positive spin. I like it. A little silver lining. Yeah. They call me Positive Pete. That was my MSN name, Positive Pete. So lame. I can't remember what my MSN, MSN was. this thing that happened before you were born, Slay. I know what MSN was. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think... Do you remember I... you could, like, check out what people were listening to, but you would want to sort of show people what you were listening to but you didn't want to necessarily listen to it so you'd listen to whatever you were actually interested in and then whatever you wanted to make people think you were interested in as like your identity you would just put it on and put it on silent that's what i did on tinder (laughs) you can add like spotify to it and you can like um you can tailor it so you can just pick the the cool ones basically and like all the embarrassing ones i don't want on there just uh, take those off (laughs) yeah standard well anyway slay here you are in pretendship and it's it's a magical it's a magical wondrous alternate reality place i'm gonna test drive a new format what i thought of on you right now and if it's shit then it's just funny if it's good it's a mainstay it it's the new thing that i do with every guest well i've already done one before and ah so yeah that's true Although I am thinking if I do this with people in future, does that mean they can't come back on because I already know their answers if I hit them with certain questions? Different questions? 
just do whatever I want. It's my podcast. There's no rules here in Pretendship. In Pretendship, one of the best things about it is you don't have to think about trying to make money on lockdown and like, what am I going to do? My rent's coming out, the bills, the bills, jobs and shit like that. It's just casual chilling every single day, right? What has been your experience with work and money? What is your relationship to those things? In, in lockdown or beforehand? In life. Say not in lockdown. Um, so relationship with work, uh, I had one job, one ever proper job when I was 16 and I worked in the garden centre where your mum also works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I worked there and just definitely didn't fit in. Yeah, they sacked me. I did a, well, I did one shift there. I remember just meeting you there, and I think you served me or something, like, served me like a scone or something, and it's before I actually knew you properly. That's weird that you caught me on the one day that I did it. Uh, maybe I did a trial week or something, I can't remember, but yeah, I, they went, um, they sacked me for, I did fine on the thing, and, and then I, I went in at the end like, yeah, cool, so I smashed the uh, working on the deli counter, right? Let's have that job. And they went, mm, but you've got tattoos. Did you tattoo that? I remember. Do you have the pocket watch there? And I remembered it. Yeah, I was like, I've not got like fuck written on me or like zombies or something. Like it's <laughs> a watch. It's cool. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like why I didn't pick in there either because I started getting like tattooed and like, yeah, just, I just, I don't think I'm uh, cut out for uh, working in a garden centre. Although I did meet loads of good friends there and um, I know bear about plants now which is helpful information to have. Which probably carries over nicely into Animal Crossing as well. It does, yeah. I've been, that's literally what I've been smashing in lockdown. Just crushing Animal Crossing. Crushing it, yeah. Tanya's been showing me like, uh, oh look, this is my turnip patch. Shit like that. <laughs> I can't wait to go on it with Tanya. She, her, her native fruit is apples, what's yours? Mine's peaches. Oh, you're a match made in heaven then, aren't you? <laughs> I've got all the fruit, so I'll, uh, I'll sort her out. Oh, got the hook up. Okay. <laughs> Secret supplier. What about, um, yeah, so like m money though, and like how are you with saving and, and like, do you, are you like spending shit all the time? Like, what's going on with you and money? I'm very frivolous with money. Like, it, I, ha I have it, and then it, somehow it just all disappears and. I don't really have anything to show for it. I think it's probably going out drinking, which is my downfall. I'd spend a lot of money on going out. It has saved me so much money on lockdown, just not drinking. I have money in my account now, and I'm like, I'm more buzzing now in lockdown not working than I am when not. Yeah, because you can wax easily a hundred pounds if you go out, unless you go out in like a little, you know, in Atherton or whatever, you can just take about 20 quid with you and, and then you're cool. But a, a round of drinks in town is like, 30 pounds when you, when you like go out in town you're mental though you get like i'll have the most expensive whiskey <laughs> <laughs> and you're like so do you want one i'm like mm, no <laughs> just a dark case <laughs> my mate skies used to uh he would go we'd go out to like you know 42s or fifth Ave when we were in college and he would take he would buy a big bottle of like frosty jacks before we went in and then he would stash it in the alley outside the place just in like a pile of bin bags and then he would go in the club for a bit and then every, every like half an hour he'd like go outside go and find the thing and just swig loads of it and that was his night out i mean 
who's the real fools here? Him doing that or us? <laughs> I didn't say it was foolish, but... On a pint in town, do you know what I mean? So, and then work-wise, you are now trying to up your responsibilities and you, you're trying to like actually climb a ladder. Of, so some people just like to, I get in a place, get get my shit down and then I'll just I'll just live there. But you're actually trying to like push it up and forward. How's that been going for you, trying to get Heart of Gold going? So, uh, so yeah, I've worked, I think it was always at the goal, really. Like, um, I always kind of wanted my own place, but I just didn't think it would be happening so soon. Mm-hmm. Like, that was like kind of like the end goal of where I could have my own studio. But, uh, yeah, it's, I'm like a year and a half tattooing now, and I'm already getting my own place, which is scary. Um, but I think I've just come to realise, like, um, I love the place that I worked at last and it was dead nice and like they're all my good mates and stuff but um, just money and like just uh, freedom to just have my own little space and just like not having a like, if something's if something's an issue then it's my fault it's not anyone else's fault like it's in my control do you know what I mean yeah no I totally get that obviously yeah. like I, I seemingly mustn't play well with others because I've always been sacked from places and now I've ended up I just work for myself it's better to work for yourself though it is lonely though because I, I am going to miss like working in a big studio full of like artists and people to bounce off and people to like draw inspiration from and stuff so that's I think cool. you'll you'll start to accumulate those you'll attract them and they'll like you'll end up having people within the space that you have whether it's the current space that you've sorted or the next place as, as it grows because it, it, interestingly you've called it Heart of Gold Collective rather than Tattoo Studio or Parlour or anything which means it can be like multi-disciplined in a way I suppose do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah so at the minute it's just um, a little room like dead manageable we said we go small first so you know don't bite off more than we can chew and we can always have the option of going bigger it's just me and Hattie um, Hattie Tattoo on Instagram if you want to follow her because she's sick. Shouts! <laughs> um, so yeah it's just me and her we've got a little room in town um, it's like a really good location and then we have got the option there to go and move into bigger studio spaces and in the next like year or so like the, the immediate next new goal is well obviously making the Heart of Gold like successful but then after that I want to possibly get three resident artists so me and Hattie and another person and then hopefully stay for a guest to come so we can have people Hanging out with us, which would be cool. And I plan to do a lot of like I plan to do a lot of guesting and stuff over. Like I plan to do it this year in a few places booked. Um, like I went to London at the start of the year. I had a few um, different conventions that I was looking at. Um, so I was thinking because I'm not going to be working with loads of artists, I want to do loads more guesting and like loads more conventions just to kind of be more in it. Yeah. But that's obviously not not happening, is it? <laughs> Well, at least when it comes off soon, or I mean, it's starting to happen now, like the rules are changing every day. Yeah. So like maybe we're like in the throes of lock up. Is that the opposite of lockdown? Really been, um, the first couple of weeks I was like really into watching the news and like keeping up to date on it. And then recently as days have gone by, I'm just, it got to a point where it was like, it had been a long time and there was only bad news. And I was just like, that's it. I just can't bear to... Hey Slay, you know what? You need to stop watching the news. <laughs> Knew it was coming. And I was just took okay, yeah. out of Morrissey's book. 
And I was like, stop watching the news. And then I, The news contrives to frighten you. He sounds like one of those, how, how, how. You know, one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little pound shop tat. Oh, this my favorite one of my favorite things to do is you need to go into a pound shop, like one of those really shit ones that just like aren't branded pound shops, or so just like one random guy's pound shop. You go in there with a pound and you both have like a group of people and you have to buy the best thing you can for a pound and then all like show and tell at the end what you found. I like that. I like that. Little pound shop challenge. We'll do it. I'm into it. Um, and then also, when, and then you won't have to do uh, animal portraits anymore, or are you going to continue to do them on occasion? You've got to be know. sick of it. I've done about uh, probably about eight hundred and something, hundred and twenty. Cheddar. That paper. Make it rain. <laughs> Speaking of money, speaking of doing things that you don't want to do for money, work, all these above things, all these things considered, I have a hypothetical question for you. Would you, right now, go to jail for seven years if the day you got out, you were given seven million pounds? No. Seven years in jail, seven million pounds. No way, that's way too, seven whole years. I'll be out, I'll definitely out my prime by then. You'll be, you could get good at tattooing while you were in there. You're only going to be about 24 <laughs> when you get out. Rude. <laughs> e even more astronomically talented than now. So you can get actually good at tattooing, not just carry on doing shit ones. <laughs> You'll be able to sort the studio out unreal. It'll be kitted out. It'll be one of the best in Where what, like the country, it? right? Pardon? I could do all this, but then yeah, I won't ask a million pounds then. But if you're just like a millionaire, what doesn't like nothing left to work for anymore, is there? Because you just completed it all, you just got all the money and you just got everything you want. So it's like Yeah, nothing left to stress over, no no waking up like, oh I need to do the thing. So, you can do whatever you want. One of the points that I was gonna make about work is that like tattooing and stuff, it just gives me a reason to get out of bed in the morning like it's the best thing, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't dislike my job, I really enjoy it, so like, I don't know, like if I just had all the money in the world, there'd be no point of tattooing, I'd just do it for fun, I guess, which was good. I suspect nice. that a lot of people will answer this question with like, they would do it, and I don't know where I fall in it or what the answer is gonna end up gonna, uh, end up, you know, the consensus is gonna be, but I like that you, even with this ridiculous sum, uh, as the you know the incentive you still like nah i want to do my actual life that means you're enjoying your life right yeah like seven whole years that's a long time like <laughs> seven years no way i would never do that just basically seven like seven years for a million like seven million pounds i wouldn't do it for any amount of money really no amount of money a hundred million pounds no i don't i don't think i'd do it I said I'll self righteous now, like, but no, I actually don't think I would. No, I, yeah, I, I like the answer. I've not been able to bear it in lockdown for two months. Imagine seven years of not even playing an Animal Crossing at all. No yeah. Animal Crossing or doing FaceTime with your mates, just nothing, just in prison. No awkward Tinder dates. 
No more, no more FaceTimes in the day. <laughs> I've not done that. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Well, that's what pretend ship's like. There is no going to jail if you don't want to. <laughs> would, you, would you do it? You can't ask me the answer to the question on the first time that I fire the question out. Well, can you tell me later then? I'll tell you private, off the air. I'll start a show called Pretend Ship After Hours and it'll be nighttime outside the treehouse and it'll and all be the, the secret. And the wood pigeons, it's like an owl noise. Yeah, that'd be cool, right? But as it happens, we have these uh, sun-dappled leaves just gently dancing across the entrance of the, uh, the treehouse and there's, um, you know, rivers of chocolate and donut, donuts and nothing to be uh, upset about, nothing to be scared of, nothing, no crime, no criminals, no bad guys. No baddies. Here's one for you. Do you have, uh, speaking of things to, you know, this is really clunky, the first episode. I'm going to get better at it as we go, I think. Uh, I'll get it down over a couple episodes. Go on, go on, spit it Things, out. <laughs> fears, things to be scared of, things to be afraid of. Any unusual fears, worst fears, unique things, phobias, perhaps? Like my biggest fear isn't, it's like a, a average, like, well, no, come on. I'm really, really scared of heights. Yeah, um, in a way that affects your life. Um, sometimes, yeah. Like, uh, we went to Berlin, um, I think it was like last year or the year before, I went to this big shopping centre and the shopping centre was just full of these little bridges that were just like across like, like a traffic centre kind of thing, like a shopping centre thing. And there was, they were all just glass and really thin. And I literally at one point I had to get on my hands and knees and like crawl across this bridge because I just, I couldn't even like breathe. I was that like, terrified. But how's flying then? If you when you were flying there, is that no big deal? Um, I don't think it's the like being high up. It's being near the edge of something and the fear of falling off. I think. Okay. So it's not like if I'm completely high up, that's fine. But like if it's like looking over the edge of something, that's the, the scary bit. I think I've heard that the the fear of falling is because or like this feeling that. I've, I've definitely had it where you're on top of a building and you're like, you're almost trying to tell yourself like, don't jump off. Like there's this thing that's like, am I, could, am I trying to jump off? What's happening now? And I think there's this, I think your brain generates this fear that you might be trying to jump off because obviously that evolutionarily would have, uh, you know, conveyed the benefit of stopping somewhat, you know, filling you with this dread about going off. Because some people, if you don't treat it respectfully, with respect then you might just ha 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 and jump off you know like a fucking lemming so there's this brain your brain sort of creates this weird fear that you might be inadvertently trying to get yourself off there so that you will automatically go no i don't want to go off the edge of it do you know what i mean so i think it's a rational fear that you're having yeah it's a rational fear um and i don't like no weird no weird fears i've got a few little weird ones but like just to face that, like I hate other people being near edges, like, like on a height. Like, so you can't watch that where there's like Russian people climbing up cranes oh, and stuff. I can't stand it. I'm just like, oh, it's like um, I was in um, travel centre once and a little kid was sat on the barge like with the glasses and like they could basically just fall down the whole story. Like, oh, and I was literally just like, 
shouting at Skippy, like, you don't know what you're doing, get off. <laughs> like, I always feel like people, like, you can't handle yourself. Like, you, you can't be sitting there there because you're, you're, you're too stupid, you're going to fall off. Yeah, I think I have that as well. Yeah. Um, weird ones, I've got a really weird fear of um, pomegranates, like, the, the texture, and then when the little seeds come out the holes, and the way it looks. Do the holes themselves upset you? Yeah, it's it's a thing, isn't it? Let holes. me look up this fear of ho fear of little holes. It's, it's like a it's trap. got this crazy name. Trypophobia. Yeah, some, yeah. Aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. That's giving me shivers just thinking about it. Yeah, I think my mum has this thing. It, it looks horrible for sure. It looks like. A disease or something. Maybe well, it feels right, like, like close up of people's pores, like the like holes in the skin. I think that's like a really creepy one. But it's things like crumpets and stuff. Yeah, crumpets. Like crumpets. The best. You just have to flip them upside down. Just eat them upside down. Or cramp like go two together, like holes to holes, like lesbian style. <laughs> My mum's got a fear of. Uh, she hates on adverts whenever they. I think they've done it a couple of times for like Nivea where it's meant to be the pause and it'll it'll sort of zoom in on pause and then it's all these people, all naked people together. Have you seen it? Like the dove advert for like... That's it, yeah, like the dove adverts and shit. Um, and she says she all the people writhing together, it reminds her of like all, just a big box of maggots. And she hates maggots badly. The shame. Yeah, she's got no compunction about, like, if there's maggots, say, there's, like, a little, you know, like, the cat dragged something under the stairs and then she finds it ages later and there's maggots in it. She'll get the maggots and pour boiling water on the maggots and just watch them just... Just... That's so sinister. It is pretty intense. But, yeah, no, that's there's that. Like, um, sometimes I kill bugs. Um... And like I'm, I'm vegetarian, but I just don't. Sometimes I just don't have that uh, emotional connection to a bug. Where I just. I don't. think the emotional connection to any animal, in my view, some people think like every single life is sacred, uh, you know, to the same degree. And I don't know how those people square sort of killing bacteria and shit like that. But for me, it should be proportional with that sentient being's capacity to suffer. I think, and if you don't have like the the enough nervous system to like even be like cognizant of what's going on really like a, a bug's just a glorified plant in it they're just they're not thinking very much I, I don't suspect I don't know the I mean the alternative could be that it, with no sort of distractions a human for example when you die and you're going like oh you know there's like one percent of your brain's going oh I hope I look cool as I'm dying you know <laughs> 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 Do you get what I mean? Or, you know, you're distracted by like, oh no, what? I hope my family doesn't find me dead. Or, you know, you, you're sort of not in the, you're not experiencing a hundred percent of, of like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's yeah. admit it. Um, but, well. so you're not having like a hundred percent, oh no, don't die, which is a very visceral feeling that you are having, but then it's diluted by all these other distract distracting thoughts and impulses. Whereas an animal, especially like a bug or whatever, isn't being distracted by anything. So a hundred percent of its experiences, don't fucking die. Just 
to with a purity that we as humans can't even imagine so maybe the opposite of what i'm saying is true and it's like the stupidest creatures are with i don't know maybe the creatures with less cognitive function are actually it's worth their suffering is worse than our suffering i don't know bit of a heavy topic i think so is one of your fears not anything to do with uh animal cruelty and shit you're doing the vegan action aren't you not vegan yet, but I'm, I'm uh, getting there a bit. Is that a important distinction to make in the whole V community? Yeah, everyone gets a bit arsed, don't they? Like, you're not fully vegan. See their ass. Have you seen the hate that gets, um, like, there's almost more hate for vegan apostates than there is for just people who never even fucked around yeah, with it? People that, like, are really, really trying and giving it a good go get more hate than people that just don't try at all. So it's basically like you have to no. be absolutely perfect or just not try it all. No, I mean the people that um, were vegan for a couple of years and then get out of there. Vegans hate them more than they hate me. Well, like, they're like when they, uh, they go back. When you just stop being a vegan, yeah. When you say, like, oh, health reasons or you just like can't be bothered or you just, for whatever, you know, people have different reasons. And then they're like, you should know better. You've watched the documentaries. Traitors. <laughs> yeah. No. Weird one. They're mad, aren't they? That's all you fears? Oh, they, they, the vegans. But the, a lot, the, not a lot. A handful of vegans are very extreme. And, um, yeah. The V police. Like, whenever I tell someone, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm veggie, I'm like, but not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people probably see it as a point of pride. They go, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm veggie. One of the serious ones, though. One of the ones that would annoy you. And that, that's, like, cool. <laughs> One more fear that's irrational yeah. is other people putting their finger on my belly button. Oh, yeah, why? Just do not like it. It makes me feel sick to ask them You're scared of it or it makes you feel sick? I'm scared of it. it I like, I you can do it to yourself? It makes me feel uncomfortable. I could do it myself, but I, I tend to not do it a lot. You're like a, a regular little, do you see if there's anything in there, a little clean, like, but. I, is there, I is there something it. in there? What? Is there something in there? No, well, in it that um, lads have uh, hair on their bellies, so then that it like collects up the cotton on your t-shirt, yeah. and then it sends it because you'll see that your body hair all leads towards it and dumps it like a little little gar garbage. Well, I don't have hair hair belly. I get maybe like the occasional odd little thing in there, but like not not from what I've seen of like from boyfriends belly buttons. Today, as I'm wearing a white and red shirt, I will have pink lint in my belly button. Pick it out and send me a picture later. <laughs> I'll put it in a jar for you. <laughs> so yeah, we've uh, we've not got any uh, fingers in belly buttons and no crumpets and uh, you know it's pomegranates. Pomegranates, no trypophobia triggers, no belly button fingers. Nothing, it's all good. In the, in the magical alternate reality of pretendship, <laughs> it's all good. Um, they can sort out here, apparently, I talked to the higher ups, they can make it so you can just have the best, the ideal day, you know, like a fantasy perfect from start to finish, from waking to going to sleep, a full whatever you want all day. 
although only for one day and then they, they're like, don't take the piss and then you get kicked out. But you get one day, let's hear from start to finish elaborately like your fantasy ideal dream perfect day. That's a big question. It is. Um, so you wake up every little detail you do until you go to bed. Yeah, I mean, you don't have you don't have to like tell me what you're gonna have for breakfast and shit. Like, if you've got a, a good answer for like later on in the day, but you can be as detailed as you would like. Right. So, uh, wake up at like nine because it's not too early, but it's not too late. So it's a nice time to get up. Yeah. And then <laughs> I would probably go to work. <laughs> oh yeah, on your perfect day. I'd go to work and I'd be tattooing one of my mates so then we'd have a good a good day, a good laugh. Um, do some cool tattoos, do, do something fun that I, that I want to do, not just like some of the boring shit that people ask me to do sometimes. <laughs> 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 Won't mention any names. Um, yeah, and then maybe go out for a drink afterwards or something. Um, just a couple of drinks or are you going to get rat asked? Probably just a couple of drinks, then get some food, and then get rat assed. Oh yeah, okay. Get get the giddiness there, get the energy up, and then hit it hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe go to a gig or something, like, perfect day. Can you believe that in all of human history and how prevalent drinking is culturally for us everywhere on the planet as humans, no one seems to have been able to come up with a cure for that, like a, a pill that you can take, no hangover. Maybe there's a reason, you, though, like... Well, just get rid of that reason. No, because it teaches you a lesson. So they just took away the, the negative bits of drinking. Like, imagine you could just drink and drink and drink and never get any health problems or any hangovers. you just drink and drink and drink. That would make perfect sense if the, the power that ruled the earth was sort of like sanctimoniousness and people sort of teaching each other lessons. But people are trying to get that cheddar, that paper... Yeah, they're not like... Do you have any idea how much money you would make if you could stop hangovers? You can take certain things, though, right? Like certain supplements. Uh, have some eggs and some hot sauce and drink some water and have a paracetamol. It's not good enough. It's good enough if you've had, like, three pints. The type of paralytic that we get when we go out to town, there's no cure for that. Just shameful, isn't it? You just want a brick to the head and a pint of bleach. I on my, on my knee from when I was like, flying down the stairs when I was really pissed. When we were out, um, we were out with it. It was like Zach and Johnny. And I feel like there's someone else there. Can't remember, but I yeah. Remember it. Um, Zach bought me and Johnny and himself some absinthe shots. And uh, Johnny was like, no, I'm not having it. That's absolutely ridiculous. Wait, am I there? Where am I? We are just uh, talking to... I think Boone was there. Oh, okay. You we are just like, in the background chatting to Boone. We're all getting shots. You weren't invited to the shot. I think I just had a piece of fluff on my hand. Just <laughs> <laughs> throw it. Um, and then, yeah, so we had these absent shots. And Johnny's like, no way, no way. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to feel sick. I'm going to just get really too drunk. I don't want... I'm just not going to ruin my night over it. And I was like, you're a fucking little pussy. I'll just do yours as well. Yeah. So then I just had two absinthe shots. And about 15 minutes later, it was like a light bulb. I just, I just, I think my, I, I remember my face just being on the table. It's a good effort. 
and I can't remember anything apart from I woke up in your bed in the middle of the night and I was like, a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a man, it's just Peter. I was like, oh, it's okay, it's just Pete. It's like... <gasps> so, let me get this straight. I'm, I'm trying to find out your fantasy ideal. No restrictions, no limitations. Oh, Money's man, no object. Day, isn't it? Yeah, oh. you just gave me like a pretty good day. Like, oh, I had a good day last week. Yeah. I'm talking about your perfect day. Perfect all time day. I don't know. It's just too much. Um, I don't. I. Oh, if only I'd if only I'd text you last week and asked you to come up with your answers, that would have been better, wouldn't it? No. That's what I did do. <laughs> I wanted to uh, do some uh, on the fly. I did think of some answers. It was nice. That could be, you know, maybe that's, instead of people getting all into like, maybe fantasizing is an unhealthy habit. I always, I'm always fantasizing all the time about things that are never going to happen. Like, yeah, oh, I if I was a race car about, driver, this is my... I don't want to think about the absolute best unachievable day ever. Just a pretty good day, like a good day that I can have. That's I didn't mean to poo-poo your answer. That was, no. that was a good answer. Just a nice, just a general nice day with my friends, hanging out, doing my hoot thing. But if I wanted to, I don't know, like, I win the lottery and I have the best food ever and I meet Jared Way and he says, oh my God, I'm going to leave my wife for you and then fingers me. That'll be the best day ever. That's a good answer. <laughs> with uh, what kind of, is it like he takes you home to oh, finger blast oh, you? Day, and we go out on that night out and meet a really sexy honey and we have a really good satisfying show yeah 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 and what, and we go to what bed does and uh i have the worst hangover because the good day only lasts for one day yeah that's the rules i didn't make the rules sorry I have the uh, anxiety like day fear horrible day the day after and the boy isn't even that fit <laughs> Like he was fit on the day and now he's yeah. not fit anymore. And then the next day I'm just like, oh man. <laughs> well, that's the only way that you're going to learn your lessons, Slay. <laughs> Rightly so. Um, I need to learn my lessons. Well, do you know what I found out on the test driving these questions for the first time? I found out that you can just burn through all the answers really quick and the episodes are only going to be like 15 minutes long. <laughs> but... I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Any more questions? Pardon? Got any more questions? Those are all the questions. Okay. But that concludes the episode. But we'll uh, we'll stay and chat about um, secret weeb stuff and uh, Nintendo Switch action. Yeah, how long have we been talking for? Not very long. I mean, we're carry, carrying on talking, recording, or not? Let's just carry on the episode then, as we're here now. Fucking hell. He's only asked me to go on for 10 fucking minutes. I've done all this setting up. I've added all these pictures to me wall, put on actual makeup and worn a T-shirt for the first time in weeks. What have you been wearing otherwise? Just nothing. Hardly anything, just wearing nothing in bed, playing on my Switch. Chilling. So the, the pictures in the back are never normally there. You put them up as like promo. No, I'm joking. They, these are always here. <laughs> Bring one to camera. Let's have a look. Uh, this one's not Represent yourself. 
this is. No, some of, some of them are your is your work, right? That's not, is it? No, none of them are mine on here. Oh, they not. This is a a Joe Exotic one by Mr. Heggy, Tatiwa. Nice. <laughs> because he's my icon. I'm, how I'm crazy a, is it how big Tiger King was and how much of a like phenomenon it was and it it was it took over the planet for like two weeks and then now it's like not no one talks about it anymore and it, oh, it's, it's really it's odd nice and it's still my profile picture of me dressed as Joe Exotic when it's absolutely died a death it, it has uh, aged a little bit now yeah it's like not funny anymore is it but it's my most ever liked profile picture I think it will come back around though when they do the show. Nick Cage is going to be Joe Exotic. That's a thing. Are you not into that? Do you don't think that's a good cast? It was. It was my birthday. Sorry. Um. It was my birthday in lockdown, and um. I thought perhaps well, this is before. Like obviously it was. Really, well, it's always been serious, but like we knew the extent of how serious it was and how long we'd be on lockdown for. So um, my plan for my birthday was for me to go dressed as Joe Exotic and then to go on a night out and everyone else come dressed as my tigers. That'd be cool. And I feel like that would have gone viral, that picture on Twitter. Yeah, it would have. It would have. You could go down the uh, old Canal Street there. That'd be where you have to go, obviously. Yeah, of course, every night out. Even when you're just like... Let's not go to the village this this time. We do we go every time, and it's just now nah, we'll definitely not go this time. It gets to about two. I haven't like. Let's go to the village. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed going to Canal Street. Well, I haven't been for years now, but um, which for anyone that doesn't know is like the the gay area of Manchester where where we live. Um, I I feel as if I'm I'm experiencing like what probably girls feel like in in your average like non-gays club where everyone's a little bit leery and like you know shouting like oh you've got nice eyes and stuff like that and it, you just feel like oh goodness welcome to our world <laughs> yeah i don't i didn't didn't like it i want to go to if there's like only lesbians allowed in a club i'll go there lesbian clubs will will they let me in yeah mm, i don't know what you i want ev you, I want everyone to be like all the girls to be cool to chat. I love chatting to girls, but like you go out on a night out and they they're assuming a lot of the time that you've got ulterior motives, so yeah. like they can be a little standoffish. Like I know and you know that you're not interested. Let's just have a chat. Yeah, I always try and slip it in early. I always try and slip in early. I go like, uh, yeah, so me and my girlfriend, blah, 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 like just like get that in early, and then they sort of relax a little bit more, and that's when I strike. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine how much business Tinder is gonna do the day that lockdown is over. You're all right. You've got a honey at home. She's got my cats and my sister. Yeah. But are you are you setting them up? You what? Are you setting them up though? Money in the bank. Doing bitch ready, getting ready. Yeah. Might have a date on the cards, who knows? Hey Slay, any suggestions for uh, how how was it to be on the receiving end of this uh, this new question thing that I've been trying? I liked it. I liked uh, the cute little uh, theme that pretendship was like this magical place. That was cute. 
Right, and I feel like that already fits in with like what it is and how it looks and shit. So it's like granting you all your wishes and stuff. Yeah, but then they run out of wishes and you have to leave. <laughs> like, right, we've done all the questions now. Fuck off. Um, what do you? Would you have any extra questions? Like, what do you think could I could put in there? Any suggestions? Um, I don't know. Like. Because uh... I do come to you with uh, to check out shit if I'm doing videos and art and on the podcast, I, you were like who I ran the logo by quite a lot when I was first doing it and shit like that. So yeah, I feel like yeah, your input would be. Value my opinion so much. Yeah, big time. Well, I think for for a bunch of reasons, you're just like smart and switched on anyway, like you are visually minded and like uh, very um comfortable on social media and stuff you know like you understand it you've got a, a better understanding than um other people that i might chat to there are loads of people that understand social media but no one that's as close and as honest um as you are so i feel like um like i'll also tell you things if things are not good yeah, that's the honesty. So I, I feel like if you're not close with someone, they're going to actually give you a, a better, you know, a trumped up view of stuff. They're going to be like polite about it. Like, yeah, it's really good. Do whatever you want. Whereas you'll that. just go, mm-mm. Like, but then if, if someone just says like, oh, it's great. You don't need to change anything. I'm like, that's clearly a lie. And now I'm really self-conscious about this thing that I'm putting out. Yeah. So so I mean, that, like I said, like, I would just tweet this and change that. Then they can value their opinion more. Like you know, they're being honest. Yeah, and obviously you can go the wrong the wrong way and just always be like telling people like I'm just honest, me mate. That's my thing. And then everyone's just like, yeah, but actually you're a dickhead. Yeah, um, the way but, of being honest and not being rude about it and being constructive and not just tearing someone down. But genuinely, I feel like you are in the top two or three people that I would come to with any issue professionally yeah yeah i'll take that say it back no i'm just like attention but also i am i'm number (laughs) is it recently that i did the hog logo and didn't run it past you and you were a bit upset. I wasn't upset. You were. You were I had to just find out what all the peasants found out. That's what <laughs> uncle. Like he said. No, I was impressed. It made me. Uh, it made me respect you. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I need your help, but you don't don't need mine. You're an independent woman. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm confident. No, she sent it to me, and I was so confident in it. And I loved it so much. I was just like, I don't need anyone's opinion on this. This is just exactly how I always imagined it yeah and you know for for the record if you'd have asked me I would have voted against it but it doesn't matter so we'll just Why? it's it's pretty good a strong 8.3 out of 10 I would give it that's a really healthy score I'm gonna get it on our mugs at work oh yeah you've uh Slay's referring to my little logo mugs legit the place up a little bit how stunning are they right when you me pictures of it just melted my little heart I was like you wanted one it tastes even better out of those mugs as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what the primary function of these mugs is? Is obviously to legit the place up a little bit and sort of appear to be 
something that's good rather than just like some thrown together nonsense that I do in my study at my house. Um, a little peek behind the curtain there. Um, but <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is in, in a magical alternate reality where everything is possible. Um, yeah, the, the main f sort of purpose of them, I think, is to give guests something to play with. You know, like you can just sort of have it and handle it and drink it when you need a little pause and, right? That's when I came and did it um, in real life. I uh, I had a brew then. Just it's just like a nice having a brew as well. It, like it's a very British thing to do. Like puts people at ease. Yeah. It's a nice gesture. Like when you come in, welcome to the house. Like have a brew. Are you referring back to your last episode because you want to drive traffic through to get the views up on yours so that you can be yeah, in the top? Yeah, the last episode, it was really funny and really interesting. <laughs> it was long as fuck as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was long. To be fair, like, it went on a lot longer than... It felt like we were just chatting for, like, half an hour and then it was like, oh, shit, we've been here for, like, two, two and a half hours, was it? They fly by. They fly by. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah... I feel like um, the questions thing that I've got going as well, this this new format, um, I, I'm willing to hear people's criticisms of it. So like if, if it's like, nah, you're not going to be able to be as free and chilled and casual and specific on topics, but like I feel as if it gives a little framework for guests to prepare a little bit better and maybe... Um, it's nice to have the familiarity of, of like, oh, yeah, that question again. Oh, yeah, now we're at that question again. And, and then hearing everyone's different answers as they compare and contrast with other guests' answers. But it allows me to ask the final question. And then once you've answered it, it's like, oh, well, now the podcast is over rather than me going, you know, at some point I have to just elect to go, well, yeah, that should be enough for a podcast, shouldn't it? Let's get the fuck out of here. Not now. <laughs> but then I suspect I might run into the uh, issue that I've had on the on the trial run of it on the pilot episode of it of the new pretendship where the guest goes what we've only just started speak to me more he's done that well um, why are you if you if, longer well yeah I'll just turn the cameras off and shit and then we'll carry on chatting these take <laughs> Ages to edit. Okay, okay. Unless you have anything to add, do you have some shit that you want to no, put I'm, out there? I'm nothing. I'm nothing very interesting to say anyway. No, I'm gonna put on the spot. God knows, like I've just <laughs> make make people go and uh, look at your Instagram and shit. Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> um, slay tattoo. On slay tattoo. Slay tattoo. Yeah. Um, and Heart of Gold Collective on Instagram as well. You'll give that a follow because we have like 200 followers. That's actually a good little nosy to have uh, if people do go on Heart of Gold Collective because they can just watch a business like grow and it's a business that's coping with lockdown having come off and it's now it's trying to like become something and it's, and I don't know, it's going to be a different sort of... Um, professional landscape than it was before Coco V um, so yeah it'd be interesting just to see anything grow from from the bare bones and just like see the numbers go up and see people get involved with it and 
yeah, I'll be interested to see how that comes along. I'll keep you updated anyway. Won't ask you for your opinions on visuals, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll come in the shop and I'll do uh, some pictures and videos and shit for fuck all just because I want to help. I'll uh, tattoo you. That's, that can be our swap because I, I wouldn't ever let you pay me for tattoos. So now you do your creative thing and I'll do That mine. seems like a very fair swap. The square. Well, that means now I'll be in there like, you sure you don't need some more promo video? And you're like, you already did three promo videos over the weekend. And I'm just like, yeah, but I've got a little space on my arm left. So. <laughs> nah, you can just uh, get them for free after that, of course. Always for you, free. Well, I always love talking to you, Slay. And it's been, this has been lovely. And we'll continue it after the camera comes off. And, uh, and we'll probably chat like this again tomorrow and the day after, like we did yesterday. What? How long were we on the phone for the other day? Like three hours? Yesterday, was it? Two, two and a half? I think it was two hours and 45 minutes it was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like going ice my voice box after it. it was like, I know, what? I was like, you're like, I'm going to go now. And I was like, what? And, I was like, and you're like, yeah, it's been like almost three hours that we've been talking. The ting is long. All right, well, uh, thanks everyone for checking out another episode. Thank you to Slay. It it will be uh it won't be too long. Let's get out of here.